This is a Soulfire production. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about mental health and spirituality and an energetic perspective on different mental health issues, specifically anxiety and depression. This is something that I dealt with for much of my life, and this topic has been coming up a lot in my reality recently with different clients, and that is usually my sign to bring it to the podcast. So that is what we are going to discuss today. Before we jump into it, one quick announcement is a high 70 energy healing training is currently open for enrollment unless it's sold out by now. Not sure because I'm recording this <laughs> in in advance, but enrollment closes Friday, October 29th. If you want to sign up for level one or level one and level two, if you already know you want to do level two, I recommend bundling them so you get that bundled discount. A high 70 energy is the energy healing modality that I work with. It is anchored in the seventh dimension. I know a lot of people right now are are feeling that they are ready for an upgrade in their gifts, that the modalities they were working with before aren't really having the same effect on them or their clients anymore. And that is just all part of the vibrational upgrade that we are going through. So what I love about a high is it upgrades itself. That's how the guides explain it to me. And I have experienced this too. So it's anchored in the seventh dimension. And then it's not uncommon for people who are attuned to continue to receive upgrades and activations so that you are channeling higher and higher frequencies. I've gone through those myself and I love it because it doesn't feel like I get stagnant anymore with the energy work I'm doing and new things are always opening up and that's really fun. So that's a little bit about the upgrades. Level one for a high teaches you to uh, use this energy for yourself. So if you're interested in using this just for yourself in your own life, then level one is for you. If you're interested in sending it to other people, you uh, can do that through level two. So level one is for yourself. Level two is to be able to send the energy to other people. Both include an attunement. It's a virtual attunement. There are two dates to pick from for level one and two dates to pick from for level two. And you can check out those attunement dates on the website. I'll put the link in the show notes below. And also, if you just go to my website, christinathechannel.com, you can find the Ahai page there and learn more. But this is the energy that I use for amplifying my manifestation practice, continuing to unlock different intuitive gifts, DNA activations and upgrades, physical healing, emotional healing, clearing my energy field, cutting my cords, basically everything, (laughs) basically everything. So again, enrollment is going to close October 29th unless spots have already been filled up because there are limited spaces. So check that out if that calls to you, if it resonates. And again, the link will be in the show notes below. If you are struggling with anxiety, depression, or having trouble with your sleep, I totally feel you. I have been there. And one of the most helpful things I ever did for myself was got my hands on some Ned full spectrum hemp oil. Not all CBDs are alike. You want to be really careful with sourcing and quality, but Ned truly, truly changed my life. Super high quality. And I felt the difference helped me naturally get rid of my anxiety and depression that I had been struggling with for a really long time. It also has played a huge role in reducing my inflammation that I was dealing with from my different autoimmune diseases. And the lingering symptom I was having was trouble sleeping. And since using Ned, I sleep like a baby. I cannot recommend this enough. If you struggle with chronic pain or inflammation, I highly recommend checking this out. I like to use the 750 milligram full spectrum hemp oil every morning, and it just evens out my uh, mood for the day. And the way that full spectrum hemp oil works is it supports the endocannabinoid system, which is like the body's balancing system, so to speak. So it basically regulates all of the systems in the body, which is why since using Ned, it not only helped to balance out my cortisol, but also my sex hormones. Their full spectrum hemp oil helped me get my period back after it was missing for four years. I truly can't live without this stuff. And their Ned sleep is 
the absolute best thing I've ever used to support my sleep. I sleep so well. I get so much rest. And I used to wake up every morning feeling like I wasn't rested at all, no matter how much sleep I got. That, the Ned Sleep, plus the Mellow, their magnesium, have completely changed the game for me. It is a super absorbable magnesium, the best magnesium I have ever tried. And I have tried a lot from my years as an NTP and trying all the supplements, all the things from all of my years struggling with chronic illness. These are must-have sleep products for me. So if you struggle with sleep, if you struggle with anxiety, these are things that completely changed my life. And that is why I feel so passionate about sharing them. So if you head to helloned.com and use the code Christina, you will get 15% off your one-time order or 20% off your subscription, which I highly recommend getting a subscription. Again, that is helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com and use that code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A for 15% off a one-time purchase or 20% off your subscription, which I highly, highly recommend. Ned will change your life. So let's dive into today's topic. I have been having a lot of clients come to me who have been struggling with a lot of anxiety and some who have been really struggling with depression. And it's interesting because I see different health issues that people have differently because I work with energy bodies so much. And like I've described before, I literally see the world from this energetic perspective. That's how I see it. And I go off of what I'm seeing in the energy body. And when people come to me and they tell me that they're really struggling with anxiety or depression and they want to do some energy work around that, I am always just very curious to see what what it's going to look like in their auric field. So here are a few ways this can show up on the energy body as, as I intuit it. I'm describing how, how I intuit visually what I'm seeing. And it's always different depending on the person. So some people have multiple of these things going on energetically and some people just have one. Just depends. But here are some examples. One will be just with with their aura. The aura might feel very congested. So it might just feel like there's a a lot of sludgy energy. It's, It's just a congested aura. It's like it feels like you are in a city that is super polluted. You know how that feels. So it feels like I can't even, I can't even breathe in this. It can also feel congested in the sense of everybody else's energy is all up in their aura and it's taking up all this space. It can feel like that person's aura has just gotten really, really suppressed and it's really tight instead of letting itself naturally like expand out and and give it the room and space that, that it wants. I will often see images of hands all over people representing and I've used this example before, actually. I'm, I'm going to tell this story again because I think it is really helpful for people. And I know I've told this before on the podcast, but I remember in middle school, I had a teacher come in and give us this example. So she had one person sit up in the front of the room on a stool in the front of the room and in front of everybody. And she started picking people one by one. And she said, okay, so this teacher needs this person to do this piece of homework. So can you go put a hand on that person. So they put their hand on the person in the stool. And then she goes, okay. And then you over there, <laughs> you're asking the person in the stool to help you out with XYZ. So can you put your hand on that person in the stool? And she just kept going. And it was basically an exercise to showcase what it looked like physically. If everybody who asked something of this person on the stool, what would it look like if they all put a hand? on that person and they were all kind of pulling because that is what it can feel like for many of us when we feel like people are pulling at us from all different directions and it's not one single person that is too much it's just sort of like oh my gosh i have a hundred people with with hands on me they all want something from me and i don't know that i can handle it and that is what it will look like on an energy body there are just hands all over images images of hands they look almost like not that it really matters, but <laughs> the way it looks to me is almost like x-ray hands all over that person's body, like too many people touching just everybody else's energy on you. I mean, that doesn't feel good to have so many people tugging on you or just so much energy attached to you. So I'll see that one a lot as well. The aura might feel very congested, heavier. The The color will look a little bit 
muddier, darker in the sense of like heavier. And it's really cool because when we kind of clear all of that energy out, it's like that person's aura just expands, it brightens, it opens up because everybody else's energy was just kind of like stuck in there. And this is the power of an energetic cleanup. So I talk about this all the time. I give these tools in the channel collective. I talked about this in the energy protection masterclass and psychic development. I obviously, but when we take like five minutes a day to clear our energy fields, it makes the world of a difference because this stuff can build up over time and it just feels heavier and too much. And we start to get really upset at seemingly little things. We feel really anxious all the time or really depressed because you just feel this heavy cloud on you. I mean, understandably so if there's all this energy that's not even yours pulling you down. Now, some other things I'll see will be in the crown a lot. Uh, It's just like a ton of a ton of thoughts floating around that are all jumbled up and it'll look like a giant energy knot, like a like a string of yarn that's just all knotted up or like a necklace, necklaces that are all knotted together. I'll usually see the the biggest subconscious beliefs that are coming up. What are the subconscious beliefs that keep replaying again and again that the person may or may not be aware of consciously that are affecting their vibration? It can also look like a disconnect between the chakras. And that disconnect could be anywhere in the string, but I actually see it a lot between the seventh and eighth chakras. It's kind of like people just seem to be plugged in again (laughs) almost, and then they feel so much better. It can also look like different cords or energy attachments to other people, to old situations, to other lives. This is why cord cutting is really powerful. Sometimes there is Sometimes there is an entity attached that is not serving the person and making them feel really heavy or maybe giving them nightmares or really affecting their thoughts in a negative way. There can be a blockage in any of the chakras. So especially with the, I would say the heart, throat, solar plexus emotionally, but also the root will be really affected. So if they're really not feeling safe or stable that will make that person feel really anxious all the time, right? So if the root chakra is off and they're feeling kind of unstable, that can lead to this feeling of chronic anxiety. And so if we can get to the root of, okay, so why are we not feeling safe in our bodies? Why are we not feeling stable or safe in our lives? And actually working through the root of that, that can sometimes help bring some stabilization to the system and help with some people's anxiety as well. And I will just say, I forgot to say this at the beginning. None of this is medical advice. And I'm going to get into this in a second. None of this is medical advice. I'm not a doctor. I am just sharing anecdotal experience of what I see psychically and then what I have seen many clients experience afterward and myself as well. I'll get to that in a second. But I just want to offer some things that are visual because I think this can help people. So these heavier energies, these old energy attachments and the, the hooks and the cords those can definitely be affecting people as well. Any stored emotion that is just kind of stuck and lower vibrational, not making that person feel good, that could be something from childhood that they didn't release. So often their guides will mention something about healthy and safe emotional release to help move some of these energies through the body. If we're not feeling our feelings, they can just get stuck in there. And then when we feel that feeling again, maybe from a different event, it's like that energy just gets stuck to the previous energy knot and it just builds and builds and builds. And suddenly you burst out angry over, you know, spilling some water and it's this huge ordeal. And it wasn't really about the water, but it was this trapped energy that's just looking to get out. So any type of stored emotion like that, and sometimes people are very surprised what it's connected to. It can be from a long time ago. This is connected, but also storing energy for other people. And sometimes the person knows they're doing that. They they might know, oh yeah, I definitely kind of take on the frustration or the sadness, the problems of people in, in my life. They might know that, but sometimes people don't realize that they're still holding energy for other people. And Well, the way that it's coming up for them, they think, I just keep thinking about this person or they're feeling the emotion and they just don't even realize who it's connected to. And sometimes that's why this can be so great is if you can figure out this isn't even your energy. And so if we can, you know, send this energy back to whoever 
it came from and give them the opportunity to process that feel that, grow from that, expand from that themselves. It's going to serve everybody. But it's interesting because sometimes people know that they're doing that and other times they don't. And it really illuminates how often we take ownership for things that may or may not be our own. People do this with thoughts all the time. They do this with emotions as well. This just came up last week. I had a client and she came in and she said one of the things she was really struggling with was low self-esteem. She said, I know this about myself. I just have really low self-confidence and I would love to really work on that. So that's one of the things she said. And then we were in the energy healing session and just looking at her energy body. And whenever people bring up an intention or something at the beginning of the session, I always am looking at what's the root of this. And I'm exploring the confidence thing. And energetically, her guys are like, she doesn't have low (laughs) self-esteem. Like, and looking at her energy centers and everything looks really great there. It actually looks very strong. And what was around it was like this energy blob from her mom. And I'm like, oh, she's, this is her mom stuff that she's literally, she's feeling for her mom. And that doesn't always happen, right? There are people who say I have low self-confidence and we look at that and we, we see where did that begin and what can we do to start working on that and all that. That's just one example of why this is so interesting to me, because sometimes I see things I don't expect, but I explained that to her and it it totally resonated with her. And the thing is that when we find out things like that, it can be so freeing in just a moment when you're like, holy shit, I've been holding on to this emotion or believing this thing about myself and it's not even mine. And people do this with thoughts as well. They go to some conference and they they don't even realize the connection, but suddenly they start feeling really self-conscious. They start feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm not enough. And they own that. They take that on as as their own thought when really, is it yours or is it just a frequency passing through and you're picking that up from somebody else in the room who's feeling that way? This is one of the ways in which curiosity is so valuable because we don't have to personalize everything. This leads me into the last thing I'm going to mention about some of the common ways it shows up energetically is when there is a misunderstanding of that person's intuitive gifts. I personally believe, this is just my opinion, (laughs) I personally believe that most people who struggle with mental health issues are highly intuitive and don't understand that, haven't gotten the tools to work with that. I mean, there's a spiritual component to everything, but I see that looking back with my own mental health journey. I have seen this with literally every client who's come in and struggles with anxiety, depression. I think this is becoming more and more prevalent as more people just naturally open up psychically because this is happening as the vibration of the planet shifts. And a little bit about my backstory, I know I've talked about my struggles with anxiety and depression before, but the gist of it, if anyone is new here, hasn't heard, you know, I struggled with really intense, like debilitating anxiety. Um, I mean, I was diagnosed with many different things, but I struggled with that from really as early as I could remember. I didn't get diagnosed until I uh, was like in my late teens, but I couldn't stay home alone. I was really afraid to just go out in the world. I had a lot of phobias. I I had extreme anxiety and about life things as well. And I always just felt like something was really, really wrong with me. And why couldn't I just be like a normal person is how I felt. It made it really hard to be in social situations. It made school really hard. It made going to sleep really hard. I mean, I didn't, I really had a lot of issues with sleep. I also was struggling intensely with depression from probably 12 on and it kind of went in waves. It's kind of like intense for a lot of high school. Then towards the end, it got a lot better. And then when I was in college, it got really bad again. I was in a really dark place. I was having suicidal thoughts. I was seeing multiple therapists and psychiatrists. I tried all the medications. Eventually they, they diagnosed me as SSRI intolerant, which Honestly, I don't even know how I felt about that. (laughs) And I put off medication for a really long time. I was just so frustrated. And I remember telling 
therapist after therapist, like I'm not against the medication, but I just feel like I'm feeling this way for a reason. And I would like to get to the root of it. I just kept saying that. And they were like, but this will help you feel better. And I was like, but I'll feel better if I get to the bottom of it. And I eventually hit a point where I just had to totally surrender to it. And I tried all the medications and yeah, it didn't really work for me. I had really bad reactions to a lot of them. And then when I changed my diet and my lifestyle and started healing my gut and started meditating and doing energy work and my my whole life changed. And I mean, I genuinely thought, I remember thinking this for so long that I was just going to be one of those people that always was kind of depressed. I was never going to be one of those people that was genuinely happy. And that was just how the cards were dealt for me. And I really genuinely believed that. And then I experienced the opposite where now I, I feel like, holy shit, I wish everybody could realize how happy they can be. I really do because I know how I felt and I didn't believe another way was possible. And I think a lot of people feel that same way. Like we're taught, oh, just manage this. And I don't want to settle for just managing something. Like I I believe that our bodies want to heal. I believe that we are not meant to spend our whole lives in fear, in anger, in sadness, feeling powerless. Like I really believe that we are here to remember who we are in our power and be happy. And I think that a lot of people just don't think it's possible. And that's why it can be, well, I know it was helpful for me at the time to hear stories of other people who had actually overcome their anxiety, their depression. And that gave me hope like, oh, maybe it's possible for me too. But that is a big reason why I became so interested in psychology in high school and was just obsessed with it. And then when I studied psych in college, I was planning on becoming a a psychologist. I was planning on becoming a therapist. I wanted to help people with anxiety and depression because I had struggled with it so intensely. And I just, I mean, this is a whole other thing. (laughs) There's so much I learned. I'm so glad. It's funny because after I graduated, I remember being like, I didn't even need a college degree because like technically I didn't, but there was so much that I learned that it took me a while to realize how valuable it was going to be. But, you know, looking back, there was just so much I learned that literally I'm like, this made, it made no sense. And things seemed off even then with some, with some things and other things I learned were like, I feel like very ahead of, of their time. And I'm surprised they even taught us that. So I think we all know by this point that my blood is basically made up of Organifi. And people ask me all the time, where, where to start? What should I try first? Well, let me tell you two of my must-have Organifi products that you are going to be obsessed with. The first, I start my morning off every single day with Organifi green juice. It is the best green juice I've ever tried. I tried juicing for a while and honestly, it just felt like a hassle. So I didn't stick with it. What I love about green juice is you just put a scoop in water. I like to also put some nut milk in there too, but you don't need it. And it has 11 different superfoods that are amazing for detoxifying the body and giving you a natural boost of energy in the morning. It is so refreshing. It has minty flavor. So good. And has a lot of the ingredients that I like to, uh, consume in the morning anyway. So it's great to get it all in one juice, including Moringa, amazing for naturally boosting energy. So great for the skin. Ashwagandha, which is amazing for balancing out cortisol levels in your body. Spirulina, chlorella, which are amazing for naturally supporting detoxification, plus so many other ingredients that naturally support the body all in a very tasty blend. I cannot live without my Organifi Greens. It is my favorite way to start the day. Another one of my favorite products is the Organifi Harmony, Holy crap. If you don't have Organifi Harmony, you need to buy it right now. It is the most delicious, healthy hot chocolate out there. And truly all you need is some hot water, put a scoop of Organifi Harmony in there and mix it up and you are good to go. This is designed to support hormonal balance, specifically if you are a woman and you're looking to optimize your female sex hormones. This is a delicious way to do it. There are so many incredible ingredients obviously cacao, but also maca, chased berry, shatavari, so many incredible ingredients that support healthy hormones and help to fight fatigue. And it tastes so good. Honestly, even if this didn't have health benefits, 
I would drink it every single day. I cannot live without it. It is delicious. So if you want to try out either of those products or any of Organifi's other incredible products, you know, I'm obsessed with their entire line. Just head to Organifi.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off your order. Again, that's Organifi.com slash CTC. That is spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off. The class where I really was thinking about it was, I mean, it's called abnormal psychology. And this is when you go into the anxiety, all the different types of anxiety, depression, eating disorders, bipolar, multiple personalities, all of the different personality disorders. It's when you really learn about (laughs) narcissism, OCD, phantom limb. It was one of the most interesting classes for me. But I also remember feeling like something is missing from this conversation big time. Like, can we really go deeper into the root of this? Right. And I feel like finding my way to energy work later really started to give me a different perspective that I think I was looking for. And as I started exploring my own energy body, (laughs) I started to realize that so much of my anxiety and depression. I mean, linked to so many different things energetically. And I wish I knew this as a child. I really wish I did. And I think it's so amazing that so many parents now are really exploring some of this energy stuff and really able to support their, their kids now, like, and, and really honor where they're sensitive and what can support them in developing their gifts rather than, than the child seeing those gifts as a burden. And I know for me, when I was really little, a lot of my intuitive gifts I really was afraid of and felt like a burden and and were a big reason why I felt anxious and depressed. And for me, a lot of that was just picking up on everything around me. And I couldn't describe to people. I couldn't describe to my parents. I would try to articulate, but I, I, they just weren't understanding. I don't think I had the the language really to articulate it, but I or even explain it energetically. I just felt the entire world on my shoulders and I would wake up every morning and just cry and I would go to sleep crying and I didn't even know what I was crying about. But what I did know was a lot of it was when I would go downstairs and the news would be on, my parents were watching the news and I would literally feel all of the energy from the news and all of that darkness and the heaviness and the sadness and the awful things happening in the world. And I just wanted to crumble. I just wanted to crumble. And I would sit up like all night and cry about things going on in the world and I couldn't understand how people could just go to school and act like nothing bad was happening. Like I couldn't understand that. I was feeling everything so deeply. I I could watch two people I didn't even know get in an argument and feel it in my physical body. And it was like, I was feeling everybody's emotion, everything all at once. And, you know, as a kid, I just, I couldn't handle that. I didn't have the tools to handle that. I was holding onto everybody else's energy or with thoughts, feeling other people's thoughts and feeling their feelings. And I used to think every time I was in a conversation with someone that my clairsentience was my emotions rather than, oh, I'm in this conversation with you and I'm feeling how you're feeling. And now it allows me to really understand where someone is coming from, whether it's a friend or a client, I can feel how they're feeling in their bodies and I can know, wow, they're feeling really sad or scared or angry or unsure of themselves or whatever it is. And instead of personalizing and making it be about me, I can realize, oh, wait, they're feeling this way. And so how can I support them? I used to personalize all of that and take it on all as my own. I didn't know the difference between my stuff and other people's stuff. Or even just being able to sense when there is just heavy energy, low frequency energy, or not even low frequency energy. I mean, if you're connected to the spirit realm and you can feel let's say a past loved one when I was younger and I didn't know what these gifts were at first, I because I could feel an energy around me and I couldn't see it. And my conditioning was based on, you know, the movies I saw or whatever, (laughs) like, you know, pop culture, I didn't know what it was that just creeped me out in itself. And it could have been a very, you know, like loving being different people, in my family line visiting me because I couldn't see it. And I was a kid, I was like, wait, what, what is this? And as I got a little bit older, when I was really young, I was pretty open and thought it was all fun, but just feeling like, wait, what's here, you know? And it's kind of the thing where like people always ask me, like, do crazy things happen in our house? No, they don't, they don't really for me, but Sometimes I'll be walking and a door will close or 
a knob will move something. And I'm, some people could like scream and freak out or it's like, okay, guys, like <laughs> what, what is this? You know, it, it doesn't, it's not a scary thing anymore, but when you don't know what it is and depending on your conditioning, you're going to freak out about it. Anyway, I'm getting off track. So <laughs> a lot of my anxiety and my depression, I felt like was feeling everybody else's stuff. I also really pick up things from not only other people in my physical environment, but movies as well. And so I will like if they're like the emotion in a movie will stick with me for probably six months minimum, very intensely like that. And then when you're in a home environment where there's a lot of energy, a lot of emotion and just soaking all of that up like a sponge and not knowing the difference between your stuff and other people's stuff, you're feeling everybody's anger or frustration or stress or confusion or fear, whatever it is. And that is a lot. And I used to think it was all mine. This goes back to the empath conversation. I have an episode on empaths, but you know, if you're an empath, learning to manage your energy and to utilize that gift, really see it as a gift rather than see it as a burden, because it is very much a gift to be aware in that way. Like for me, I can really understand people a lot more deeply. I can spot bullshit more easily because my body will be telling me very clearly one thing and somebody can be saying something else. It helps me in terms of reading a room. It helps me in conversation. It's an intuitive gift. And so we can either freak out, turn them off or learn to to use them and, and see the beauty in that and use it to our advantage. And here's the thing that I realized and I experienced this was just going completely numb. And there was a period in my life where I just had, I had felt so much so deeply, like cried so hard. I thought my body was going to break in half genuinely. After that intense emotional period, I just went numb and my physical sensations were numb. My emotions were numb. I put this like energetic layer of ice around me so that I wouldn't hurt anymore because I just didn't think I could take it physically or emotionally. And it took me a while to denumb myself, as they say. And during that period when I was numb, I I realized that it sucked <laughs> because I wasn't able to fully enjoy the happy things either. And I realized that for as intensely as I could feel the lower frequency emotions for as intensely as I could feel those, I also could experience the high frequency emotions so much more intensely and deeply. And I missed that intense happiness and joy and pleasure. And when I numbed myself, I numbed myself in all directions. And I spent a couple of years dedicating myself to denumbing myself and and knowing that I was going to feel the full range intensely again. But I wanted that because it was worth it to feel the intensity of the lows, to feel the intensity of of the highs. But also coming back from that like numb time period is when I really dedicated myself to learning to work with my energy and identify what was mine versus other people and take care of my energy body and clear my energy body. And that totally changed the game for me. And I realized how much of what I was feeling was from other people from other things going on in the world, also from places I would be in. So environmentally, I realized that I would have intense responses in terms of my mental health, depending on where I was. And that could be in the city, but the also different houses, I would feel intensely different that also overlapped with mold. And, you know, finding out that, that I had mold was huge. And I realized that too, where Going into my childhood home, it was really weird. Like I, I hadn't been there in a long time and I went back and I started having really dark thoughts and I was like, I need to get out of here. And so I went to stay with somebody else and they went away. And I started to realize every time I go in this house, I have these thoughts and it was moldy, (laughs) but I also think that there were energies in there that needed to be cleared. And that was another thing I realized. So I had gone through, I, I experienced this in different ways where like an energy might be trying to mess with me and I'll be like, why am I feeling so weird? Why am I so anxious? Like what's going on? I just don't feel like myself. And then I go into my records, I go into my energy body and clear myself and I clear. And I'm like, whoa, I feel like 
like night and day, another person. And same thing with balancing my chakras. Like it's so simple, but when I, when I (laughs) cut my cords, when I clear my energy, when I balance and open my chakras, it's like, whoa, I'm all lit up again. I'm, I'm good to go. But when everything is out of balance, I feel all wonky and I, and I don't feel great or cords and hooks. And when I started to remove those, I started to notice like immediately I I would feel a difference because I was still energetically attached to someone or something else that was not feeding me with a high vibration, so to speak. It was just holding on to the past or somebody trying to you know, hook into me, not, not intentionally usually, and kind of sending their stuff to me. And I, I think that's really common if you're a healer or an empath or people will just, without even realizing they're doing it, energetically kind of attach to you. And these are the people that will kind of dump their stuff on you and then go to do their thing. <laughs> like they don't know how to feel or process their emotions fully. So they'll kind of like dump on the person that feels available to that or who energetically can do that. Right. And I had to start realizing, whoa, I'm letting so many people just dump their stuff onto me or send it to me or be energetically attached to me. And I'm not, no, 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 this isn't mine. (laughs) So I'm going to send it back to you. It's not, not my job. So a lot of those things really, really helped me. And as, as I have explored all this more, I really have a different perspective on my mental health issues. And I just wonder how I would have felt if from a younger age, I had learned more about my psychic abilities. If I had learned more about protecting my energy field and clearing my field, if I had gotten some energy work done when I was younger, I mean, I don't know, obviously, but I really believe, and I've talked to a lot of other, um, I talked to a lot of mental health specialists about this as well. And they've all said they, they agree. I think the energy piece is a is a key piece. And a lot of this is attached to intuitive abilities that people don't understand or know how to control. And again, I think we're we're seeing this more and more as so many people are feeling really anxious all the time. And more people are depressed and mental health issues are really on the rise. And obviously there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, right? There's a lot of very tangible causes, but it, I think it goes deeper than that. And I also know that, (laughs) I mean, everything from like the energy stuff, but the, the gut health stuff and the, the chemicals in our environment and the toxins in the air and in the water, all of this affects our consciousness. And so like doing energy work, fueling our bodies with healthier foods, paying attention to the products we put on our bodies, drinking clean filtered water, all of this really just clears out the system and helps us to to see clearly. And when we can do that, we can perceive situations differently. So instead of the chronic stress or chronic anxiety, what if that's not the consistent state, but rather, oh, here, I felt stress here and then was able to move through that, however long that took, right? I felt sadness here and then I was able to move through that. Like it's just a different, different energy. But again, as more people wake up spontaneously and they start to, you know, question their, their purpose and why they're here and see, and see, see stuff, see truth and see things that maybe they didn't want to see before that can lead to a lot of anxiety and mental health issues. But if people can have some tools to learn to process those emotions and start to see where their intuition is popping up and where it might be other people's stuff and not necessarily theirs. I think this can help a lot. I mean, to try and process the emotion of, of the world right now, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. And, you know, as I'm recording this, like two weeks ago, there was just an, there was an energy period where it was, it was rough. And I feel like every intuitive I I know, we were all just like down for a couple of days. <laughs> and in the past, like, I don't know, five, 10 years ago, if something like that happened, I would have thought it was me. Why am I so depressed? My life is falling apart. But it was like, whoa, the collective is heavy right now. So I'm just going to let myself feel it, but I don't have to personalize it. I don't have to 
take ownership for all of it and just recognize what it is and like let it move through rather than spiraling and owning all of it for myself. And oh my God, my my whole life is falling apart without any tangible cause. And that's something to pay attention to. Like, is there a direct cause for your feelings or do they just seem to pop up out of nowhere and it makes no sense? I just think it's really helpful to look at at topics like this from many different angles and maybe add to the conversation of different ways to support people who are struggling with their mental health. I'm not saying don't do other stuff. I'm just saying that I have seen this give a lot of people answers and I have seen I have seen people like when their energy bodies are cleared literally feel like a different person. And I just I just wonder if I had learned about this earlier on how I would have felt. I know for me also, my spiritual journey really answered my big question, which it was at the time when I was thinking about why am I so depressed? It was because I felt like, what is the point of all this? I felt like every day I just did the same thing and there wasn't a purpose to it. And I was so hung up on what is my purpose. And through my spiritual journey, understanding that and what that meant It gave me the answers I was looking for and it allowed me to go from living a life that I just felt like wasn't meaningful to creating meaning in my own life and genuinely being happy every single day. And I just saw the world completely differently. And so a lot of the things that I was kind of, or that I was very sad about and upset about, I was starting to get the answers that I was looking for. In addition to understanding all of the starseed stuff and, and realizing okay, this all feels so intense to me because I'm not really from here. My soul knows what it's like to literally be in unconditional love. And then I drop on the planet and this place is fucking intense. And I don't even, like, it's so intense. It's so intense. It's so, such a lower vibration than my soul (laughs) is used to. That actually like really helped me to understand. And a lot of starseeds have struggles like this. And a lot of starseeds have physical health issues. Talk more about that in a different episode, but physical health issues, mental health issues, and this longing, this longing. And when we know like this isn't my, this isn't the home that I maybe think I want to be on, you know, if, if we're still attached and remembering it and longing for some other place and you just feel like I don't fit in here. I'm looking around at people around me and I'm like, can you even hear me? I feel like we are from a different planet. It's like the feeling of, well, okay. As a kid, I remember when I was little, I remember contemplating this. I'm like, I feel like I could be adopted, but I'm definitely not. Like I'm definitely not adopted. I mean, I look like my family and we have, we have many things in common, but at the same time, I feel like I'm so different. It it was that kind of feeling. I'm like, like, where am I from? Like I'm missing something. I'm longing for something and I don't know what it is or where it is. I just... I know there's a place that is home, but why does nowhere here feel like it? And I felt like that when I was young for a long time. And when I started having memories <laughs> of other lifetimes and really learning about star seeds and my soul origins, everything just made sense. Everything started to make sense. And the more that I opened up my intuition and the more I communicated with my star family and my guides and really connecting to my my soul really instead of living in the illusion of separation all of that together it was like all the puzzle pieces started coming together and i felt almost validated in the sense of like okay i knew my whole life growing up i knew there was other stuff to be to be found i knew there was something missing i knew there was something i needed to remember. I knew there was a bigger explanation to all this that that would actually make sense, that would resonate, that I would know to be true in my body. Like I knew there was something off. I knew, I knew there was something and everybody around me just kept telling me, oh, you're fine. Don't worry. Just go on this. Take that. You're fine. Just don't stress, you know, all that. And I'm like, I felt so dismissed. And I know people didn't mean to dismiss me. And even people who didn't dismiss me, I think about um, different, different therapists I had who were just incredible and just truly incredible. But at the same time there, it was like, we could only get so far. We could only get, that was my experience because there were these bigger questions that, you know, didn't come up in those conversations that I really only got satisfying answers 
for myself through my spiritual journey. And it all happened perfectly as it was meant to. And I'm glad it all happened as it did. And I feel like, you know, I think it's a natural progression that a lot of people make where they start with their health and then they realize there's more. And when you take care of your your physical body, your intuitive senses start opening up. It just, you naturally just kind of start becoming more spiritual usually because your pineal gland is decalcifying and your energy body is clearing. But all that is to say, I just feel like if more people who struggled with their mental health just explored some energy work, like simple things, you know, I mean, it could be grounding, right? Grounding, cord cutting, cutting cords that aren't serving you, just kind of like clearing out, cleansing the energy body. I feel like it might help a lot of people, you know, not saying I have the answers to everything and I'm not a doctor and it's not medical advice. I just feel like there are different angles to approach things from. And I have seen too many radical transformations in the course of an hour after people have been searching what felt like their whole life to feel a certain way. I've seen that too many times to not bring this up. And this is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about teaching people about energy and how to open up, well, really how to use right their intuitive gifts, because I think that there is so much that is actually psychic information that people personalize as their own emotions or feelings. And that can feel really, really heavy and make them perceive themselves differently. And it can just become like all jumbled. And I know that was true for me for a while. And that's been true for many of my clients as well. And it's really empowering to realize that maybe some of those negative thoughts you're having, maybe some of that that negative self-talk or some of these fears, some of this anger, what if it's not all yours? Maybe, maybe some of it is, I'm not saying none of it is, but maybe some of it is just intuitive information. You're feeling other people's feelings. You are picking up on the energy of a place, of a room. Would that be interesting? So that, you know, there are a lot of different angles to this, but I really felt called to share this perspective. Again, not medical advice. I'm not saying, you know, don't look at other approaches. I'm just saying, I feel like looking at different angles utilizing them together can be really helpful. And I mean, shit, I was apparently SSRI intolerant. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, I, I had to go the natural route and I found a lot of great things, you know, and energy work was a big one in my diet and amino acid therapy. Um, the book, the mood cure is really great. If you're interested in learning more about that, you know, th- there's just so many different so many different things. Essential oils were huge. Um, just like balancing my nutrients. But right now, like I notice there might be times where I wake up and I'm like feeling really weird. I'm having these thoughts. And I'm like, that's not me. What is that? And I'll tune in and I'll get to the root of what it was. And it wasn't me. And I need to clear that out. And then instantly I feel better. Instantly I feel better. So something to explore if you or someone you love is struggling with their with their mental health. This is so prevalent right now and my heart just goes goes out to you if if you are struggling and just know that I'm sending you lots of love and what I want people to know is that if you feel like you identify with anxiety, like I have anxiety, I have depression, I felt that way too and I didn't think anything was actually going to really change. I thought it would, you know, have moments of happiness or joy, but that I would still feel that heavy cloud over me most of the time my whole life. And I was able to totally overcome that. And I don't deal with those anymore. And I feel so grateful to, to say that. And I think a lot of people don't believe it's possible, but there are a lot of people who have overcome these. And so why not you? And what works for one person might not work for you, but I truly believe there are always more options to explore. So I hope that you maybe thought about something new through this podcast. Just my opinion, but I feel like it's helpful information for a lot of people. So just that I would share. And I'm going to share a little trick that some of you might know if you've worked with me before for today's Addicted to the Frequency segment. 
And this is the concept of the energy bucket. So I teach about this in OBS Biz School and in my other courses in psychic development. But this is a really simple thing that I literally use all the time. And it's it's really rooted in the idea of we can hold space for somebody without taking on all of their emotions. And usually what's happening when people try and hold space for somebody is they're sitting there. Let's imagine somebody's across from you talking. And as they're talking, the energy from their mouth is just flying directly onto you and splattering onto you like paint. And you're just taking it. You're like, oh, oh. And this is where people feel like, oh my God, that person just energy vomited on me. And they weren't trying to, right? Maybe they were depending on the person. <laughs> but they're like, all their stuff is just getting stuck to you. And then you leave that conversation and you feel so down and depressed and heavy and like, oh my God, that was so much. Okay, but you can still hold space for that person, but you don't have to take on their stuff. So what I do is when someone's talking to me, I hold up a little, I use my psychic arms and I hold out a little energy bucket in front of me. So it's a bucket of energy. Just use my third eye and I put it right in and I'm holding it with my psychic arms right in front of me. So as they're talking, all of their energy, the energy that's spewing out of their mouth as they're talking, right? It just goes right into the bucket. So I'm, I'm holding the bucket for them, but it's not going on me. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm holding space. I got it here. And I will visualize it just going right into the bucket. So it doesn't need to go to me. It's <laughs> right into the bucket. So it has a space. We're holding the space. But then after I could just, you know, dump that bucket out, <laughs> just dump that bucket, send it back to the earth. <laughs> Give it to Archangel Michael, whatever. And we're good to go. And you will feel so different energetically if you do this. You can try it out. So you can try it out. Like maybe somebody who you know, you're like, oh my God, that person drains me. Maybe it's a coworker or someone in your family or something. And next time they talk to you, I want you to imagine holding out the energy bucket. Just like use your third eye. You're holding out the energy bucket and that they're all their energy is going right into the bucket. So not onto you. And you're going to leave that conversation feeling different. Okay. This is a really simple tool, but I use it all the time. That works. So I hope that was helpful. All right. Well, if you listen to this whole thing, thanks for tuning in. If it was helpful, take a screenshot, share it to social media and tag me at Christina, the channel and tag at Christina, the channel pod. So we can repost you. I always appreciate it so much when you guys repost and share the podcast. It really, really means the world and helps us to grow the show. So thank you so much when you do that. That is going to be it for today's show. Sending you lots of love. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode.